Hi, and welcome back to Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast, where we share positive stories and suggestions about finding hope, resources, and connections to help us all get through hard times. I'm Karen Sullivan, a mom, an author, a stage four cancer patient who's always looking around me for inspiration. And I share the lessons learned, tons of tips and motivational stories in the hopes of helping you find a little bit of joy during whatever journey you're going on in life. Now, I am so excited to be back and to share what we have in store this season. But first, I really want to thank all of you who reached out to me. It's been a really hard year, and I'll start with the update. Now, as you know, I'm a two-time cancer survivor. You could say I'm living, I'm thriving, I'm battling, I'm juggling, whatever word you want to use with stage four cancer. So while I often have a smile on my face, and I do seriously often look for the silver lining, it was really hard late last summer when I heard news that my stage four treatment had stopped working. In fact, after a biopsy, we learned that my, for those of you that know cancer, ERPR positive, HER2 new negative cancer mutated, and now it was seemingly much more aggressive. And so this time, actually all times, but this time especially, it became really, really, really intense. And for those of you who know me personally, I am so sorry if I ever seemed rude. I got so many calls and texts. And while I love to be social, sometimes it just got really overwhelming to have to, to want to explain and to tell people where I was coming from. And for those who reached out to me from the Pretty Wellness community, you as well, I am so sorry. I was off social media most of the time. And so I'm sorry if I didn't respond in a way I would have liked to. I, it's, it was just really important for me to stay focused on what I needed to get done and to really listen to my body. And in August and then in September and then in October, I really just needed to put one foot in front of the other to figure out what this treatment looked like. And of course, to do what I really, really want to do, which is take care of my family as well. And so I'm really glad I gave myself that space so that I could do the bare minimum. It definitely helped keep my stress levels in check. And I'm sorry again if I if I didn't get to connect with people the way I would have liked to. So please don't take it personally. It was about me. So here's the update on what I did and what was going on. Now, if you have read my book, Happiness Through Hardship, or you follow Pretty Wellness for a while, you know I completely believe in second opinions. And in some cases, three or four opinions. And that's just what I did. I went to three different hospitals. Now, yes, this was tiring. And yes, this was stressful. And yes, I had to ask people to manage my day-to-day from picking up my son and carpools to getting rides to school at random times to, to having meals brought for me and Target stuff brought for me. It took a while and I am so grateful to people around me that helped both near and far. Um, but little by little, as time went on, it got a little easier. Uh, my plan, which we ended up with, was a clinical trial And with that, it also meant that I had to switch hospitals. And so I did. And if I'm being honest, which I am often always honest, is it was really hard and it still continues to be. I don't like the commute. I don't like the really long wait times. I don't like being away for a few days here and there because it's further for the treatments, for the scans. 
And if you know me, you're probably laughing because I don't usually focus on what I don't like. I just am telling you this because it's true, because it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not like things. And on that, I'm also still saying, I try not to let it consume my thoughts. Yes, I miss Yale. I was there for 18 years. My doctors, my nurses, I do still go there sometimes. I do still keep in touch with them. They're still a part of my whole wellness team, but they're not the day-to-day with this. Um, But I'm finding my way. I'm regrouping with this new experience. And though... I've also tried to make it a little fun. When I go into New York City, I reconnect with old friends that I hadn't seen in a really long time, and it's making me happy. And I'm reconnecting with them more often. Um, And by the way, this break that I've taken, because you know I've been gone from the podcast a year, it started as a sabbatical. And the sabbatical was really so I could focus on my health But I ended up kind of zapping my creativity because I was working so much and I wasn't focusing on the day-to-day wellness that I really wanted to do. And so having the space to take care of myself, even when I wasn't in the mood, it was really nice because I found a little fun. Even in the hardship of this new aggressive cancer, we took a few little road trips to some places somewhat locally. Um, We got away to Florida to see family and spring training. And here's a side story, which I do talk about. One of the podcast episodes this upcoming season is I got to meet one of my oldest, oldest, oldest friends. And did you, you heard that correctly, got to meet one of my oldest friends. When I was in junior high, I started watching Days of Our Lives. And so those people in Salem, they feel like friends, even though they're just characters in a show that I've watched for many, 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 many years. And because of my good buddy, Tom, and his good buddy, the amazing head writer, Ron Carlovati from Days of Our Lives, I got to meet him and I got to meet Dr. Marlena Evans, which is Deidre Hall. And that was really, really amazing because it was like a dream come true. But I will say that I also had a lot, a lot of fun locally in just fire pits and hanging out with friends and taking walks on the beach, which I love to do. Not everything is always fun and that's okay. And so I was able to give myself the space to try and deal with the new treatment and to heal. And as we're talking right now, I will tell you that for six months being on this clinical trial, my cancer is stable. And that being said, I haven't felt great all the time, but much of the time I do. Yes, I still have aches and pains, and I wonder whether it's the cancer or if it's just that I'm getting a little old. Um, Sometimes my energy is full and bold, and other times I want to sleep a lot. Uh, so, so for someone like me who's always been a social butterfly, it's a bit more exhausting when life is filled with this drama of cancer. Having to explain, or at least me thinking I have to explain why I'm so tired or what's going on, And trying to be tough and to show people that this cancer doesn't have me, that's all exhausting. But on the same note, I'm really grateful. I'm here. I'm getting to enjoy life with friends and family and share ideas and inspiration on how we can all find a little bit of joy no matter what we're going through. If you're diagnosed with cancer or any chronic illness, there are a few things I really believe in. Some I wrote about in the book. Other things... They continue to come to me, I guess, with age and experience. Um, But first and foremost, 
as I said in the beginning, when I was giving you an update, second opinions, I truly, I truly believe no matter how busy or scared you are, another opinion is so helpful. If nothing else, you just get to have another conversation about your case. I saw three different hospitals and only one of them had the clinical trial, which has proven to be the right move for me. Now, listen, it's okay not to be okay with all this stuff. I really believe that we need to give ourselves time. And that's kind of my second thought is it's okay to just not be okay with it, but try and figure out what you need. Even if it's scrapping down your life to the bare minimum of what needs to be done. And don't sit there and worry that you're not eating well, you're not working out, you're not spending enough time with family and friends. You should, 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 should do this. Give yourself some time to just be because you just got to figure out, quote unquote, as we all say, that new normal. Now, that being said, the third thing that I really believe in and studies show it, whether it's cancer survivorship or mental wellness for kids, for adults, is to surround yourself by a positive support system. This is a great indicator of longevity. It is just so important to have people around you that you trust and that you love and will let you be yourself. Now, another area that I think is important is being a patient advocate. And if it's really hard for you to do that, then find somebody that can do it for you. And what do I mean by being a patient advocate? Okay, so for instance, I'm on a clinical trial. The clinical trial means I need to go into New York. That's really expensive. And when you've got a compromised immunity, you may not want to take the train and it becomes pricey, car services, even driving. And I had heard through the rumor mill that there are ways that the clinical trial can take care of that. Now, they're not paying me for the clinical trial, but... They are um, giving me, they're refunding me for money for a car service. And so if you're on a clinical trial or if you're at a hospital and go to their resources, go and find out what they may be able to offer you to make your, um, your journey a little easier. And the other thing about being a patient advocate is constantly kind of remind them what you think you're there for. I've gone in before and I know I'm supposed to have two shots and they'll say to me, nope, we're just taking the pills today. And then I just, you know, I'll say I push back because they're human and somebody has to schedule something and not everybody knows you. And so for that, I've just had to remind them, like, I, I know you don't think I'm getting, getting shots today, but can you just check? And by the way, I was right. And I did need the shots. So just don't second guess your gut or what you think needs to happen. And last but not least, um, and this really just has to go, I, I think, with who I am and what I believe in is there is a way to find a little joy during whatever journey you're going on in life, even when it's really, really hard. And so for me, going into New York's really taken a toll on me. Takes me four hours of commuting a day, but for all of these visits, I try and do something fun. Whether it's um, regrouping with some of my friends from New York, which I, who I hadn't seen for a while, sometimes I... I, in the middle of my scans, not literally in the middle of my scans, but on scan day, I go to the movies to just do something funny. Now I want to jump in and I want to tell you what to look forward to um, with this season of happiness through hardship. I'm so excited. I talk with 17 different experts who share their stories and suggestions on how to find joy, become healthier, and even happier when times are tough. Now there are so many conversations and lessons learned. I'm guessing that you're going to learn something new as I did. All these 
episodes are uplifting. Yes, we're talking about topics that can be stressful, like parenting, like so many avenues of parenting, dealing with kids who are more digitally savvy than us, dealing with teenagers, dealing with friendships as adults and how it changes, creativity and how it's different than we may think. Or we've got a few different episodes where we're talking about reaching for your dreams at any age. And these could be small dreams or big dreams, like being the next great American novelist, or a morning show TV anchor, or being over 40 and an American ninja warrior. We talk not just about health and well-being and what's trending in 2023, but also about the little-known topics, like balancing our brains is so important to our overall wellness. Now, I really think you will enjoy these episodes. They're a little shorter than before. And as always, we're focused on the guest's thought leadership and our conversation around it. So it would mean so much to me if you could take 30 seconds and just be sure you're subscribed to Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast. Now, following the podcast, it'll help you because obviously you're not going to miss an episode. You're going to get them going into your phone or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, for me, it helps me because all the work that we're doing, and I've got a team of people here that I love. Thank you, Clara. Thank you, Thea. Thank you, Theo. And all of some of the past interns that have worked at Happiness Through Hardship that have helped get the information out in the world. Now, to subscribe or follow, just go to Happiness Through Hardship, the page on Apple Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and just tap the plus sign in the upper right hand so you can follow it, or you could click on subscribe. And as I end every episode, I play the grateful game with the guests, and I encourage the listeners to take a moment to focus on gratitude. For me, it's just that mindful moment that I share with my family, and I think it's really important that we all find something that works for us whether it's a meditation, whether it's prayer, whether it's focusing on gratitude to be mindful, to be in that moment. Uh, So first and foremost, like I said, with the podcast, I'm so glad to be back. And whether it's those, my business mentors, my Michelle, my Theo, who's editing it, my husband, who's been obviously so helpful as an expert in the digital space. I also want to thank wholeheartedly the cancer community. Thank you to the Cancer Couch for helping guide me in the right direction. And thank you to all who've donated through the years. The Cancer Couch Foundation is a privately funded nonprofit, a 501c3, that's funded over $5 million in metastatic breast cancer research since 2016. 100% of those donations are matched and fund NBC Research at Dana-Farber and Memorial Sloan Kettering. I also want to show gratitude to Infinite Strength, which is another organization that's national that's helped me and so many other women with resources and support with a recent diagnosis. So please check out these organizations. They've been wonderful. And to Yale and to Sloan Kettering, the doctors, the nurses, the staff there, you have helped me and so many others with our cancer journey. Now, of course, I've got cancer friends from phone calls to fundraisers. I know I've been to a lot less of them, but I'm in awe of you and everything you guys do, even though you're going through so much. Thank you for the calls, for the texts, for just being there, for being our mini community together and the bigger one. Now, I may cry with this and talking about my friends. Near and far, you have made my life so much easier. You've kept me going. You have just given me so much support from the foods 
to the songs, to my Karen's crew, largely my baseball friends or my neighbors that night out in November. It was just all a girl could ask for. It was just such true love and friendship form. Um, And I am so lucky because even some of my very, very best friends in life who are not here, Michelle, Ellie, Corrine, Heidi, Megan, and Anne, but even those who I didn't talk to as much, I love you. You know my friends are so important to me and I love you all. And to my family, my parents and sister who made sure I had transportation, especially in those early stages, um, to get there safely. And my in-laws who are always here for me, as well as for Kyle and walking our cute little dog, Lucky. And of course, my husband and my son who have always been there to help me find fun, even when nothing was very funny. I love them for being my rocks and my true, true, true love. So to all of you listening, Yes, I tear up sometimes. And yes, I laugh uncontrollably sometimes at the silliest things. Uh, That's what life is about for me. And I think through all the work I've done with Pretty Wellness, talking about wellness, whether that was clean eating, whether it was active living, whether it's mindfulness, whether it's just connecting to yourself to live this, this authentic life, to be present and to listen to your body. I've learned so much from not just the work I've done, but the comments and conversations we've had with Pretty Wellness and now happiness through hardship through the years. I hope that you will join me and all the others, the experts, um, those with incredible stories for the podcast this season. I'm telling you, I had so much fun. I think they did. But we also provide just some really good information, and I hope you'll take it to heart and definitely connect with me on social media and uh, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, um, tell me what you want more of, because my goal here is really just for us as a community to find some ways, whatever it might be, to find a little bit more joy during whatever journey that we're going through in life. So please, we'll be dropping episodes every Tuesday. Check them out. I am wishing all of you such, I think, wonderful happiness. Does that make sense? Wonderful happiness and great health. And to find whatever it is that you're looking for out there. And I hope that we'll be able to help you along the way. So have a great day. And bye for now, everyone.